0: Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. Thanks for joining us today. Our topic is rest, which, believe it or not, is a little bit different from sleep, also something very important. My guest is Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, author of Sacred Rest, Recover Your Life, Renew Your Energy, Restore Your Sanity. Dr. Dalton-Smith, thank you so much for being with us today. We so appreciate your time. It is my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So you're a medical doctor and also a Christian, which is, in my opinion, such a great combination. Because in this book, you combine spiritual truths with actual physical truths as well, science and spirituality combined together. And you do you cite a lot of research in the book, too. Uh, you know, you talk about rest and the importance of rest. And at the same time, we see levels of anxiety in our country, especially post pandemic, just at astronomical levels. Why did you decide to write this book right now? Well, for myself, I burned out.
1: And so it was during my own burnout journey that I began this book process. I wanted to stay a physician. I didn't want to get to a place where I had to give up the career that I love because of exhaustion. And so because of my background being in research and, and, biochemistry, I wanted to make sure that when I took the facts and things that I learned, that I could actually make them applicable to everyday life so that my patients could benefit from it, from the people from my church could benefit from it. And everything that I, that I started researching all drove me back to scripture. It all drove me back to looking at, so what does the Bible say about this?
0: We hear in the headlines so often that physicians are one of those types of careers where people do experience tremendous burnout and actually leave the profession. What types of things were you experiencing when you talk about burnout? And how can other people, those of us who aren't doctors, know if we are also burned out? I mean, what does that feel like?
1: Yeah. And for myself, it really came down to, I didn't have the energy to do the things that I loved. And when we look at the World Health Organization, when they define burnout, there are three characteristics that they say that someone would have is number one, they're tired all the time. Number two, the work they're doing is at a lesser quality of what they're capable of. And number three, they no longer find enjoyment in the work that they do. And so I feel like we have a lot of people who functionally are burned out. They show up at work every day, they do a job, but they are, not happy about being there. They're tired while they're there and they're not performing at their
0: best. And so these types of descriptions sound a lot like, as I mentioned, anxiety, but also a little bit like depression as well, which we see people suffering from. And, you know, when you talk about rest, a lot of people would think, you know, I need to get more sleep or I need to go on a vacation. But sometimes people don't feel replenished or rested even after they've had a Eight hours, or even after they've gone on a vacation. You know, people say, "I need a vacation from my vacation. It was so stressful. I recently had a vacation like that with all my family." Uh, so, what do you say to you know people who think the answer is just more sleep or a vacation?
1: Yeah, I love that question about vacations because I think that is how most people are trying to solve their burnout. They're trying to wait till the next vacation, wait till their next sabbatical. And really rest can't be divided up like that where you're only getting restored during specific times spread throughout the year. It needs to be something that's sustainable. And I think that's the, the mindset shift that most of us have to make is that rest isn't just cessation. Sleeping's fantastic. We all need to sleep. Yes. But sleeping is primarily cessation. We stop doing activity. Rest is about restoration. You want to be poured back into. And a lot of us, the reason that sleep is not actually feeling like an improvement for our lives is because it's not restorative we haven't gotten to the levels of deeper sleep where we feel restored. And we don't understand this connection between sleep and rest. Because for a lot of us, higher quality rest
0: will actually help us to have improved sleep. All right. So let's talk about how do you rest? We we know, obviously, uh, in the Bible, that the the word teaches us that God rested on the seventh day. And so he wasn't sleeping, mm-hmm. what, is, what does it mean to rest? So the way
1: I look at it is we look at all the different areas of our life where we're pouring out energy. And if you're pouring out energy in, a level, in an area, then it can become depleted. And so you want to pour back into those places. That's the restorative component. That's what rest is. And so in my research, what we found were there were actually seven different key areas where people were needing consistent restoration to stay at at their highest level of capacity. And those included physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, social, sensory, and creative.
0: So you need to rest in all these different areas. Can you drill down a little bit more about what some of these types, and does everybody need all seven of these types of rest? Yes, everybody needs all seven, but most
1: people are already excelling in some of these. They're already naturally doing some restorative activities and some, one of the seven or more. And there's usually one or two where they either were not aware of they're using energy or haven't been very intentional about pouring energy back into that area. Physical, that's one of the ones where absolutely sleeping is a component of it, but that's a type of passive physical rest. We also have the active component of physical rest, which include things like how your posture is sitting at your workstation, uh, which includes things like a leisure walk to get the circulation and the lymphatics in your body moving. And so, something as simple as physical rest even has a level of complexity to it that actually helps you get more out of it when you understand it.
0: I like to sort of sit on the couch and binge watch, you know, TV shows. Mm-hmm. That to me sounds like rest. Is that restful? It depends on if that's a place you have a deficit. For
1: example, if you're someone who has a creative rest deficit, meaning that you're needing inspiration, you get poured back into when you see things that awaken your creativity, that give you that kind of childlike awe and wonder, then watching a movie might do that. However, for some people, sitting on the couch and watching that movie is just escapism they actually don't need creative rest. They may need social rest. They need the rest of being around life-giving people. And so although they are still, they're sitting there, they're still, they're laying on the couch, they're actually not pouring back into the place that has the deficit. So they'll spend the weekend resting, so to speak, and still be exhausted on Monday morning.
0: Talk about when you're trying to go to sleep, when you're trying to get rest, physical rest, and your mind is going a million miles an hour. I really feel like this book is wonderful for everybody, but especially for women. I hear women talking about this all the time, like I can't get my mind to settle down, especially when I'm trying to go to sleep, or wake up in the middle of the night, and then the thoughts go a mile a minute. How do you deal with that?
1: Yes, what you're describing is a mental rest deficit and it is very prevalent in our in our world simply because there are so many things coming at us that we can wrap our mind around whether it's social media and we're looking at all the feeds or mm-hmm. or it's you know conversations with our spouse right before going to bed that that we're running through our mind. And so one of the things with a mental rest deficit is you have to be aware of can you get your brain to get back to that quiet place? For some people, it could be something as simple as doing a tactic like brain dumping. Right before going to bed, if you're ruminating over a thought, you go ahead and you jot that thought down so that you're not keeping it ruminating into in your head space and you're releasing it on something concrete so that your brain can let it go.
0: That's fascinating. So you're saying that if you actually write down on a piece of paper, you you transfer the worry from your mind to the paper, and that allows you to rest. It
1: works more if you're if it's specifically something related to something you're trying to remember. Say for example, if you're trying to remember your to do list oh, for the next day. Yes. Or for some of us, we're recounting conversations we had, and we. St- wish we'd said it a little bit different. So you're doing the playback in your head of what you wish you would have said. You're teaching your brain that this is something you want it to recall. Mm. And so it will hold on to that information even at the expense of you getting a good night's sleep. Mm -hmm. When you put it on something concrete, now the brain no longer has that responsibility. Right Now worry works a little bit different because worrying, your emotions are tied into that as well. Mm. So what I have people write down is not the thought, the actual worry worry, Mm. but what is it that you are experiencing in the moment? Is it fear? Is it pain? Is it whatever that is? Stating it and actually writing it down moves from not just the mental rest, but also to the emotional rest. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You're getting more aware of what your own personal feelings are, Mm -hmm. and you can start identifying if there's certain things that have triggered that feeling within you.
0: Mm -hmm. This is just wonderful information it 's a It would be a great book for like a book club for uh people because there are so there 's so much information in here and to go over all the different points and everyone can relate to it it 's very helpful once again. the book is called Sacred Rest. Recover your life, renew your energy, restore your sanity. Um, my guest is Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. We're going to take a quick break and be right back to talk more about how to recover and rest uh, right after this commercial break.
2: The Bible tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. In CBN's free guide, 10 ways you can pray for Israel, you'll learn spiritual lessons from Israel's patriarchs prophets, and beloved New Testament leaders, while also discovering how you can pray for Israel today. Get your free copy. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com slash pray for Israel. The Global Lane takes you around the world. Providing facts over fiction. What might rising trade and geopolitical tensions mean for you on the home front? With over 45 years of experience, award-winning journalist Gary Lane brings you the truth from a global angle. What about the issue of immigration? World news analysis you won't see anywhere else. And it's all right here on the Global Lane. Thursday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel. Connected with CBN News all day across our platforms.
0: Welcome back to Healthy Living. We are continuing our discussion with Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith, author of Sacred Rest. And you know, you were talking before about ways to get a good night's sleep, writing things down. And um, you know, when we talk about being so overburdened and so overbusy, uh, one of the things you really talk about in the book. Our boundaries, mm-hmm. and this really spoke to me. The importance of laying down boundaries, and also different types of boundaries. Can you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah,
1: I think the thing with boundaries is most of us are fearful about the confrontation aspect of boundaries. And we really have to have those boundaries in place so that people know the limitations of what we're able to do and the work we're able to provide to them. I think sometimes we have to really think about our yeses and our nos and make sure that any yes that we're giving is actually coming from a truthful place. It's not coming out of guilt or fear or shame or some other reason which really isn't a pure reason to say yes to something.
0: So, when people ask you to do something um and you say "No, that's a really difficult thing to do because sometimes they get an attitude, they get angry
1: mm-hmm. so then, at that point i always I always have people then go back to that person and ask why are why is this upsetting you?" because usually, the issue isn't you giving an honest answer. The issue is they feel the the pressure of not being able to do the same. I think sometimes watching someone else actually exhibit the qualities and the characteristics that you want actually makes you feel a little bit defensive because you're not doing it. I find that most of us actually have never been trained or taught or even even experienced within our childhood how to exhibit healthy boundaries. And so it's, it's a learning curve. But I think in a healthy relationship, you have to be able to honestly state, I don't have the capacity to do this. I don't know anyone who loves a family member who wants to see them burned out. Or wants to see them get to the end of themselves, or get depressed or anxious. However, that's what oftentimes our lack of
0: boundaries create in our lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, how do you say when say, "Hey, people say we're doing this. We would like you to do this. You know, we would like for you to volunteer. We need people to help with this." And you don't step forward if they or if they say, "Hey, we're doing this. Would you like to, to join in?" And you, how do you say no without offending? The, the way that I have trained my patients and people that I worked with is a simple statement.
1: And, it, and this is it. In order to honor my need for rest, mm-hmm. I must decline that opportunity. What? Or I must say no to helping at the children's church this week. Or I must say no to doing the science fair (laughs) for my Mm -hmm, kids' school. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the thing is, when I say in order to honor my need for rest, I'm restoring rest back as something that is worthy of my time and my attention, is worthy of conversation, it gives them an opportunity to then reflect on, am I honoring my own needs for rest and how I'm living my life?
0: Exactly, because as Christians, we all know that rest is important, uh, yet I don't know anyone who rests on the Sabbath. And that's one of the Ten Commandments. And uh, But what you really see is the opposite, where there's almost a competition of who can do more in life and who's doing the most. And um, it it doesn't seem like that's, that's a healthy thing, but it's sort of a, a treadmill that everybody seems to be getting on. Do you see this in society at all? absolutely we are a grind
1: culture we have um, this mentality that the work is more important and more valuable than the rest it is not biblical or scriptural in any way but it is how we have begin living our lives as if work is the end all be all of accomplishment and purpose and rest is like the lesser lesser thing that we do if we find time but you're so right just from the very foundation of the earth since creation rest has been at the foundation and so I feel like it's important for us to return to rest one of my favorite scriptures from Isaiah 13 um, verse 15 that says in returning in rest shall we be saved and quietness and trust shall be our strength and it finishes with the statement but you would have none of it rest is a choice Mm -hmm. we have to make a personal choice just like we make a personal choice for or against Jesus we have to make a personal choice
0: if we're going to honor God's way of doing things which includes rest Mm. yeah I would I would love to be more like that, more restful, and sort of step out because I long for the days. I was really even watching an old Andy Griffith rerun the other day, and it just reminded me of the pace of life. Mm -hmm. 50, 70 years ago used to be so much slower. And I guess a lot of that has to do with uh, technology. Uh, that we're just so go, 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 go all the time. And then you see these incidences of anxiety uh, skyrocketing. It's that there's gotta be a correlation.
1: Absolutely. Sensory rest is one of the types of rest that's recommended. And that's because most of us actually are living with sensory overload. We've become so accustomed to our phone notifications going off or messages that we're getting. We're so accustomed to the lights, the sounds, and all the activity that's all around us all the time that for some people actually silence and solitude and quiet, those feel bizarre. They feel uncomfortable because they're something that they're not experiencing as much in the world. I think we have to get back to a realization that there's a need for sensory rest, for moments of silence, moments of quietness, mm-hmm. moments to draw away. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's a need to evaluate our own personal space. What are the light, sounds, smells of where you work or where you do activity? Mm-hmm. Because for most of us, when we become sensory overwhelmed, our response is irritation, agitation, rage, or anger. Hello. So if you're getting upset or if you're yeah. mean-spirited at the end of the day, it may not just be your personality. You may be experiencing sensory overwhelm, and your body and your, psych- your, your psychology
0: is responding mm-hmm. in this way because yeah. it doesn't know another way to release. Right, right. We're not made for all that sensory overload. All right, we're going to take another quick break and be right back with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. The book is Sacred Rest. Stay with us.
2: Want to be a part of a community that inspires your spiritual growth while winning prizes? The all new MyCBN app. Connect with the community for prayer and encouragement. Track and set spiritual goals. Enjoy conversation starters with friends and family and collect points to win prizes. The all new MyCBN app, a great place to belong. Download the app at CBN.com mobile. Nutrition, exercise, essential oils, weight loss, and more. It's Healthy Living with Lori Johnson.
0: Talk about what's in this.
2: Join CBN health reporter Lori Johnson to get the latest information from today's top health experts.
0: This is fantastic.
2: Find out what you need to know to live a healthier life. Watch Healthy Living Tuesday night at 8.30 on the CBN News Channel.
0: often we carry baggage from our past. You know what it's like. It affects everything and everyone in our lives. It's always there, weighing us down and keeping us from achieving true
2: happiness. But do you know God never meant for us to be trapped in the past? You can be free of your baggage. Learn how God's forgiveness leads to changed lives and new beginnings. Call the 700 Club.
0: Welcome back. We're talking with Dr. Sandra Dalton Smith. The book is Sacred Rest. And before the break, we were talking about something. Uh, you have a a a lot in here about doing nothing mm-hmm. and getting away from any kind of sensory overload. And the last time I really remember doing that was in my childhood before we had. Cable TV and t- I'm dating myself, technology. And I remember doing nothing on certain days, just like going outside and sitting in the backyard and literally just doing nothing. And now I sort of long for that. You know, I was at the doctor's office the other day and I was just sitting in the waiting room and I just had to look at my phone to do something. I just was unable to just sit there and be still and do nothing, I mean it's a real skill to acquire the ability to do nothing, yet so important. It is, and I think we. it does have to be practice. It's
1: no different when someone starts thinking about actually participating in a weekly Sabbath. For most of us, the thought of spending an entire day doing restorative type activities, whether that's cessation activities or actual things that make us feel restored, it it feels unusual because we haven't created the space in our lives for that, but it's needed. There has to be some time when your body can recover, your mind, your spirit, your emotions, your senses, all of these things can be poured back into. Otherwise, you you get to a point where you may have a lot of passion for the things God place in your life, but you don't have the energy Mm. to do anything.
0: Yeah, energy. So many people lack energy. So how does a person know whether they're in a rest deficit? You have sort of a a rest deficit assessment in here, sort of like a quiz. What are some of the, the questions on the quiz. Yeah, so, well, we have a short version
1: of the rest assessment inside of the book, and then we actually have an automated version at restquiz.com. Restquiz.com. There's about 70 questions, so it's a true assessment. It's a full assessment, takes about five minutes to do. And then what it does, it actually gives you a score in each of the seven areas, so you can actually see which type of rest you're most deficient in, which ones you're doing great with. And instead of having this thought process of, oh, i got to get these seven things, you can focus your attention on the one or two areas where your greatest
0: deficits are. And where are most people, where are they deficient? I would think if, I'm, I can't wait to take the quiz, but I'm gonna say all of them. <laughs> well, that's funny, Sometimes
1: oftentimes people will say, I failed it, it's an assessment, you can't fail it. Okay, <laughs> so.
0: you just had low numbers.
1: Right, yeah. so the number one area is usually emotional rest or mental rest, those are the ones we find that most people struggle with. Mental, because the, we have just uh, so much you can wrap your mind around, and for many of us, we're training our brains actually to stay in a place of mental unrest. Just the number of tabs we have, Open on our computer, we're jumping from thought to thought, just even how we use our own devices. And then the other one that tends to be surprising for a lot of people is creative rest. Mm. because if you're not a musician or an artist, you may think, well, I don't get deficient in creative rest. However, if you're someone who's solving problems, you're having to think outside of the box, you're having to brainstorm or be innovative, which is most, all of us.: Most jobs, right? Yeah. You are using creative energy, and so you're needing to pour back into that part of yourself because if you're using energy in that area, you can become depleted. Mm -hmm. Wonderful, wonderful.
0: We're going to take one final break and be right back with Dr. Sondra Dalton-Smith. The book is Sacred
2: Rest. Are you suffering from feeling tired or worn out during the day? Can you not turn off your brain at night? You are not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Bruce, the sleep doctor, and I've partnered with the Christian Broadcasting Network, and we're gonna bring you some unbelievable information that you can use tonight to get a better night's rest. Wake up to your best life. Call
0: 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com to get your free copy of Protect Your Sleep today.
2: Nutrition, exercise, essential oils, Weight loss and more—it's healthy living with Lori Johnson.
0: Talk about what's in this.
2: Join CBN Health reporter Lori Johnson to get the latest information from today's top health experts.
0: This is fantastic.
2: Find out what you need to know to live a healthier life. Watch Healthy Living Tuesday night at 8:30 on the CBN News Channel. Woohoo! Hi, Superbook fans. Here's something else you'll love. <laughs> it's the new Superbook Bible app. It's packed with games, activities, and Superbook episodes that you can watch for free. Oh no! There's trivia, a fun daily devotional, and answers to your Bible questions. Plus, an easy to understand Bible the whole family will enjoy. You can even create your own Superbook character. Ta da! Sorry! sorry, Pardon me! Sorry! Excuse me! Ouch! Are you getting this? Earn super points to win daily prizes, too! And so much more! (sighs) Time to get back to my adventures. See you soon! It's the new Superbook Bible app. Free downloads on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon.
0: Welcome back, and we're continuing our discussion with Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith. The book is called Sacred Rest. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time, but where can folks find the book and get more information about you?
1: Yes, my main website is IChooseMyBestLife.com. The book is wherever books are sold, and I, as I mentioned, highly recommend checking
0: out RestQuiz.com. RestQuiz.com. So you talked, again, about um, one of my favorite parts of the book was the holy perspective. Talk about what that means. I
1: think we have to look at life from a place of rest is sacred. It's not something that we save for a later date. It's not something we, we put off when we have time, because you'll never find time if you put it off. It has to have a priority and a place of, of, of honor in your life.
0: And uh, secrets of the well-rested. What, what, what would you say that the number one secret of the well-rested person is?
1: I feel the number one secret of the well-rested is the person who understands that rest is how they do the things God's placed them on the earth to do. They don't do it from their place of striving or work. They do it from a place of resting fully in Him.
0: That's interesting that you say that. um, As a medical reporter, I did a story one time uh, interviewing centenarians and interviewed a number of people who were over the age of 100. And I'll never forget one woman. I asked her what her secret was and she said rest, that's how she had the energy to, to do the things over age 100 was to rest. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it really stuck with me. So uh, this is a wonderful book, very, very well needed. Uh, thank you, Dr. Smith, so much, not only for writing it, but for also being with us today and for sharing your insights. Thank you, it's been a pleasure. And thanks to you for joining us for this edition of Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson, and we'll see you again next week.